0: Hi, I'm Christine Dor, owner of Neococo. And I'm Tammy Tan, owner of Spice Home, And we are co-owners of Kitchen 519, our shared-use commercial kitchen in the San Francisco Bay Area.
1: Welcome to Lettuce Wrap, the podcast about food, food business, and the people who work in the industry. Today, we're going to be talking about plant-based meat alternatives.
0: Alternative meats. And that's what we're going to call it today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and why you say that is even that seems like a controversial thing. Yeah. You call it alternative meats, right?
0: Yes. Specifically, we're talking about impossible meats and beyond meats. Yeah. Impossible,
1: impossible foods and beyond meats. Yeah. But basically the burgers. Yes. Both impossible burger and the beyond burger. Yes. These
0: are a different kind of burger.
1: It's not like your traditional garden burgers or Boca burgers, right? We're seeing a kind of a revolution of new alternatives.
0: Yeah, because that used to be I like grains and nuts and seeds right. in these burgers.
1: Yeah, they weren't trying to mimic um, the actual flavor and tastes and mouthfeel of beef. Beef, yeah. So, yeah. And why did this even come up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, Tom and I were on a road trip. Tom Tom is my husband. We were on highway five. We need to stop somewhere and get something to eat. And he wanted to have one of these alternative meat burgers. So we stopped at Carl's Jr. I don't, I don't remember what the, why it even came up. (laughs) I know I should ask him. Um, So we stopped by there and he tried it. He said it was okay He was it wasn't bad. And then on the way back from our trip, I, we stopped by there again and I got uh, Beyond Burger, myself. And he did too. He did too, yes. Yeah, it was good. So, you know, that just got me thinking about, like, if my husband is actually thinking about these things, not that he's a huge beef eater, but just that he wanted to try it. There must be something in the air about it.
1: I feel like it's something in the air because in just in the last year, especially for us here, I, I've been seeing it advertised everywhere. And I think it's just because, um, there's sort of like the meat alternative burger wars with Burger King having impossible burgers or impossible foods. Do their burgers, and then Carl's Jr. using Beyond Meats for their burgers, and so then I think there there's a lot of advertising out there, right? Yes, and so and and those are the two big guys, right? Beyond Meats and Impossible Foods are the two big meat alternative, plant based meat alternative companies out there, and they're going after it very differently i mean they're they don't want you to think that they're anywhere like a boca burger or a garden burger they want to replace your meat with the flavor of meat or yes. the look of meat or whatever yes. i mean it actually um convince a typical burger eaters hmm
0: Yep. To eat it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. To try it. To try it. Yes. Which is, I
1: think, basically the, the whole premise of this, right? I mean, we know for years there's been all oh, the famous garden burgers and the boca burgers out there, and everybody knows it as this very grainy, healthy, you know, very, very distinctive flavored burgers. Does not taste like a burger.
0: Yeah. Back in the day I did have I was a garden burger eater.
1: Yeah, I am too. Um, have you tried either of these? I have not. So I am actually a Beyond slash impossible burger uh newbie.
2: <laughs> I call the <it laughs> newbie.
1: <laughs> and um, so I have not tried either of them. Uh oh no, strike that. That is not correct. I think I actually may have tried the impossible burger. Strangely, I think my husband got it at the San Francisco Zoo, of all places. This
0: is just coming to you at the moment.
1: Yeah, it actually occurred to me. I, I just tasted it really quickly. And I think from memory serves me. Uh, okay, let let's me preface everything. I, I'm actually not a burger eater. I, I don't eat red meat currently. And I haven't eaten red meat for at least 20 years now. And so that does not mean I'm not a meat eater. I actually do eat uh, white meats and fish and things like that. So I do remember the flavor of burgers, all that kind of stuff. I did had it when I was a kid, but I haven't eaten it for a long time and I don't crave it. So for me, when I tried the Impossible Burger at that time, it wasn't something where it was blowing up at Burger King and all that kind of stuff. I think, but it was, you
0: wanted, you knew it was something different. And you wanted to try it.
1: Yeah, I think so. I remembered it being kind of unusual, and then I, you know enough for me to like, okay, take a bite. But then when I did try it, nothing against the San Francisco Zoo. I love you guys, um, but it was
0: really dry. Oh uh, well, you know it' a lot of it is the preparation, right, so
1: you know then to me, it was like,, eh, you know, I'm not a burger eater anyways i'm not I don't think I'm the demographics that these companies are coming after anyways. I mean, uh, one of the studies I had read, like you know vegans vegetarians only make up eight percent of you know the people that potentially will eat this, so they're going after the ninety two percent of the population that you know they're trying to convert, right. Oh, uh, When did you have it? Because I think I had mine last year.
0: I think it was, I was looking it up, uh, 2007, uh, La Cocina 17? had- 17? yes. <laughs> <was> like,
1: 2007, <laughs> a little early.
0: <laughs> <I know. laughs> Way back in the day before yeah. they, the people were even born. Uh, yes, 2017, La Cocina had uh, their gala. And this gala, they had different chefs there cooking food. And Impossible Burger was one of the, um, I, don't, I don't know if they, I think it was one of the chefs mm-hmm. that was actually making, making the little sliders. Mm -hmm. So tried it there, had one, had two, had three, had four.
1: (laughs) Oh, so that was that good. I
0: liked it. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So let's talk about these companies, right? Two big guys, Beyond Meats, Impossible Burger. So Beyond Meats, let's talk a little history about them. Beyond Meats started in 2009. They are out of L.A., And they were actually the first company to IPO. They had their initial public offering in May of this year. Their starting price is $25. And they have gotten as high as $235 per share. An incredible IPO. They are actually one of the best IPOs this year, even versus like the Ubers and the Lyfts and all that. I mean, that's pretty huge for Silicon Valley. Though um, we're seeing a little hit of it now, and this is a uh, we're in September now, so um, so we'll see. I mean, that's it's kind of a meteoric rise of stock price over the summer. But summer season was also like a big burger time, so I don't know if people were just thinking about it or
0: yeah, it seemed like there was a big push. And I don't know if it's just because I was starting to try it and then starting to hear more about it, or if it was actually uh, it just seemed like it was like I say, it was in the air.
1: I think there was a lot of buzz about it because they were uh, Impossible Foods had a bit of a hiccup. So let's talk about that company. They started in 2011, started two years later. They're actually based here in the in the Bay Area. They're out of Redwood City. And they have not IPO'd. Around the time that Beyond Meats ipo there was actually a huge shortage, uh, at Impossible Burgers. Uh, they, um, in the beginning of the year, they had, uh, started releasing Impossible Burgers at Burger King and they did it city by city. So, um, San Francisco Bay Area actually being the fifth city that is actually not released nationwide yet. They're trying to. And I think, uh, even when they started doing these five cities, they, couldn't keep up with demand. They were having shortages. And I did see a lot of San Francisco restaurants. They were the kind of the high-end restaurants that first started selling the Impossible Burgers were not getting supplies. And so they were running it out of Impossible Burgers kind of across the nation. And it was Definitely at the time when uh, Impossible was trying to release their things into the fast food market, right? With uh, White Castle, with Little Caesars, with Burger King. And I think a lot of the San Francisco kind of high-end restaurants were kind of really miffed about it. And I know there is a San Francisco Chronicle article and people can go out there and look for it that said a lot of them felt they were, they helped bring out the name of impossible burgers and then they were kind of neglected and
0: yeah that's disappointing
1: and which is really disappointing they say it's a good problem to have it kind of
0: but yeah
1: what's interesting was um around may time frame they got a 350 million dollar infusion of cash and um they were getting like people like jay-z and katie perry and serena williams i mean they are getting celebrities you know back them up or to, to back them up to invest to, to invest in them so they got this you know new um seed money and that helped them uh, bring up their production at their oakland facility and now they say the um shortage is gone i mean they are back out releasing you know impossible burgers and that $350 million was on top of $350 million from the beginning. So okay. they've had $700 million invested mm-hmm. into them. So this is like a huge market. Tech companies, I think, are like VCs here can finally wrap their mind around this food company, right? right. They They see a potential future. They think it's going to be a huge market. I've seen numbers out there. I think Barclays, uh, investment bank, quoted uh, that they think in ten years it's going to be a hundred and forty billion dollar market. You know, which is insane, right?
0: Yeah, so it just brings it back to like why, why, is, why is this happening now? I think I think it's because vegetarians. If we want to talk about vegetarians and how it starts out. You know, um, religious reasons, mm-hmm. and um, now it's you know, I suppose. Uh, environmental reasons, partially. Um, health reasons. Health reasons, right? Yes, which That's is, cute. you know, yeah, which is not always true with these things. That is a,
1: certainly a misconception. If you are a burger eater and you're just like, I want to replace it with a healthier alternative, then the garden burger is your healthier alternative. It's not these guys because they're trying to create the same mouthfeel and flavor. As a real burger, I think we think inherently that if this thing is environmentally friendly, it should be health
0: consciously friendly. Yeah. But and not from our research we no. found uh, otherwise. No, not at
1: all. So we have some numbers here. For a Beyond Burger, and an Impossible Burger, there are 450 or 470 milligrams of sodium. A regular beef burger is only 82 milligrams. And so if you're trying to avoid salt, You certainly can't,
0: right? Yeah, I think that's the way they bring out flavor. Right. The salt.
1: And then also, if you're just trying to look for pure protein, a beef burger is going to always be more, they're 10 grams more than the plant-based guys. Calorie-wise, they're kind of somewhat equal. Um, The Beyond Meat, they're like 290 calories, possible is about 230, and a beef burger is 283. The interesting thing is why they decided to match like the saturated fat level of a burger,
0: right? To make it taste good and yeah. make the mouth feel.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I mean, they're all around um, 18 grams, uh, both a beef patty and a beyond patty are 18 grams of fat beyond uh, impossible is 14 grams, but the, they are all like beyond is six grams of saturated fat and impossible and a beef patty is eight grams of saturated fat. If you're concerned of where your fat is coming from, that is probably a concern. I what think, kind of fat? Yeah, I mean, why is the Beyond and the Impossible the same level of saturated fat as a beef patty? That seems odd, right? And it, and it's not obviously it's not saturated fat from like an animal fat product, but it's saturated fat from coconut oil, coconut
0: oil, and now cocoa butter and cocoa butter that's in Beyond,
1: right? I know both Impossible and Beyond will say like, well, we have no cholesterol in ours because a beef patty has, you know, uh, 80 milligrams of uh, cholesterol and the other two has none. But that's not saying too much when both like the saturated fat is equal and the sodium levels is actually so much more because they're trying to make up the flavor with sodium.
0: Yeah, but I suppose it depends on what your health uh, problems are. Correct. (laughs) Yes. If you don't need, want, need high, if you have high cholesterol, maybe it's okay to eat it. But if you're, um, high you have blood sodium, pressure, yes, yeah, then you don't want to eat it. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. it's strange. Right. Yeah. And then there's also nutritionists out there that will argue the fact that none of the proteins deri- these plant derived proteins in an impossible and beyond is, um, Whole grain proteins, right? Or the whole proteins. They're highly processed proteins.
0: Wheat, potato, soy. That's be- that's impossible. Right. And then pea for beyond. Yeah. Pea protein isolate, right? They call it. Yeah. <laughs> so very specifically. Yes. You know about that. How because it comes, they get it from the root, but they can't get enough roots so that they um, add it with yeast and the yeast produces... You know, the same kind of protein. (laughs) And (laughs) are are we really going to hate these later?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm not trying to because you know what? That's the thing. I mean, there's not been enough research in my mind. There has not been enough research. And the funny thing is, the FDA has approved these burgers for safer consumption here, but that is barely even. I mean, it's barely passing the test here, you know, yeah. cause like, for instance, the impossible burger with, um, their, uh, what do they call it? The Hemi. Oh, yes. What helps them bleed or gives that red coloring, right? right? They kind of say, oh, it's for iron. But then the FDA advised them like, no, you can't say that it's iron, that it's actually a, a color additive. That's a better description of what oh. that Hemi product is, Boy. and that and that has not even been approved uh, approved of in Europe as safe for consumptions. So who knows what's going to happen when it when it gets released to Europe and to Asia?
0: Right. Well, even um, for the Beyond, is they put beet mm-hmm. juice in there, so that's what makes it red. Red. Yeah, coloring bleed
1: bleed, <laughs> which is also. Interesting.
0: So it just makes me think, and and I think this is the whole idea, they're trying to convert meat eaters. They're not, you know, a vegetarian won't necessarily want their burger to bleed, Uh, I would imagine.
1: (laughs) I think they've been perfectly happy with a garden burger. (laughs) I don't know. I was kind of happy with a garden burger. Yeah. But, I mean. How
0: how will you feel about, you know, cutting into a burger and then it kind of red kind of seeps out of it? Do you care either way? I Don't think I don't
1: have, you know what, I once again, I eat meat. So it's not like I don't know that animals bleed and that I don't, you know, animals. It's
0: very specific to beef and steak. it, It is very specific.
1: And I don't think it would gross me out or anything like that. But I think what what makes me more hesitant is how processed these products are. And that actually makes me a little more scared. It's, actually, it's just knowing what's in it and knowing what's behind it. Right. You know, like, because these, both of them have, like, over, like, 18, 19, 20 ingredients to make a patty, right?
0: And made in a lab. Made in a lab. Yeah. I don't know if because we're, um, we're foodie people or, you know, mm-hmm. we're coming from food backgrounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't sound so delicious. Not that... A cow out on a field would sounds delicious either, but yes, it all sounds la 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 la. I don't want to know. <laughs> so,
1: so, to you, do you think taste is that much more important? Because you said you thought it was delicious, though. Yeah, so. yeah, it was. So, this is like, do you like close your mind and your your ears and just? Well, eat it's it? just
0: because you know we've done researching yeah. for this, and so now I see a lot of. Lots of test tubes and Petri dishes. <laughs> like, okay. Well, you know, like with anything. You know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. But you know my philosophy. Moderation.
1: I know. I have the same philosophy, too. I think, you know what? You certainly cannot replace your meat intake take. With a with a impossible burger, it's just not that healthy for you.
0: No, Uh -uh. you know you don't do that, people. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, I hope you don't eat that many burgers. Also, I'm not okay. I'm not judging, but still, doesn't matter. Yeah, like this is not. Uh, if you're trying to lead a healthier lifestyle, this is not it. Right. So it's much better to have whole foods. I think not literally the company. I meant whole grains. You know, like. All that stuff. So
0: therefore, do you think this is a fad? Um, mm. I
1: actually don't think so. I think that we're coming to a point where we have to think about food production. And we our population growth kind of shows that right like yes, we yes. have to have the right kind of food
0: supply in order something to support. has to be done
1: yeah something has to be done and these companies are thinking about it and i think that is exactly why silicon valley has noticed them and right. or at least you know venture capitalists has noticed them and they need to they realize we need to invest in this question of because
0: it's technical it's it a- tech almost a techie thing to you have to do to figure it out Mm -hmm. you have to take it deconstruct it take it apart
1: literally Mm -hmm. and there are actually companies i mean okay besides these two big guys out there right i mean there are many companies thinking about many products out there there's another san francisco company called um just j-u-s-t uh they do just eggs and supposedly the eggs are stupendous like looks like scrambled eggs you know cooks up really well and they are coming out with also other products they're looking at you know engineered chicken meat engineered beef and these ones they derive it from like stem cells so there are companies out there that are thinking about these problems and they but they're thinking about it from different approaches like like just, you know, they are going to take stem cells and they want to grow it in a lab, literally the meat. So it's coming out like meat (laughs) and which one's scarier now, right? Is that scarier versus what impossible is doing, you know? And I'm just like, I I don't know. I actually honestly don't know. And then, you know, coming back to also with uh, impossible burgers, right? The soy proteins that they use in their burgers is genetically modified right? And they say it's GMO soy, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things Mm -hmm. about GMO soy that, you know, people are really scared about. And I think one of the big things is just the amount of like herbicides, you know, pesticides that they have to use to grow it.
0: I think Impossible Burgers, it sounds like they're just trying to do anything. They're just trying to do something, like trying to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. I think so. See how far they can push it, see how far they can break it down and put it back together again.
1: I think they're also trying to, throw it against the wall to meet what people's expectation of a burger is. Right. Right. I Whether mean, it
0: means putting in a ton of sodium to taste more like a burger. Or 20 more ingredients. Right. So what about the environment? It's healthy for the environment. Uh, Well, they certainly say they are. Compared to raising a cow.
1: Yeah, I mean... Definitely compared to raising a cow. I mean, they are more environmentally friendly. Uh, Beyond Burger, they commissioned a study with the Center of Sustainable Systems at the University of Michigan. So they kind of conducted a what they call cradle to distribution life cycle. You know, so how much environmental impact does creating one Beyond Burger versus like a quarter pounder, right? And what they're saying is that a Beyond Burger generates 90% less greenhouse gas emissions, uh, requires 46% less energy, and 99% less impact on water scarcity, and 93% less impact on land use than a quarter pound of beef. So uh, what they're saying is a 41-square-foot plot of land can produce one beef burger, for every 15 Beyond Burgers. So that's how big of an improvement they say.
0: Okay, well, that's something. I guess it all depends on what you're looking for as a whole.
1: You could just avoid (laughs) meat.
0: Well, what about how it tastes? I mean, that's the big thing, right? You found out how it tastes. So, I mean, since this is what they're going after,
1: right? They're going after people who eat meat. And so we figured that's the easiest thing that we can do.
0: Yeah, we can test that out. Yeah, we can say To see how it does compare to beef. We're pretty lucky here in the Bay Area. We have both Burger King and
1: Carl's Jr. selling their uh, plant alternative burger. <laughs> so both Beyond and Impossible. Carl's Jr. has the Beyond Burger Burger King has the Impossible Burger. And then we decided um, we should have other people's versions of it. So Impossible Burger isn't available in grocery stores. So we decided to go to a local burger joint here called Jack's Prime Burgers. And they sell an Impossible Burger. So we got one of their version. And then we decided to pick up the patties from Beyond Meat. So Beyond Burgers, you can find that at grocery stores, Safeway, Lucky's, uh, Whole Foods, Target, a lot of stores. They decided to go after the grocery retail market.
0: And you got the two different versions of the Beyond. Right.
1: I looked at their inventory and saw two different color meats uh, for Beyond Meats. And I went like, what is going on here? And then I realized, oh, one of them says Meteor whatever flavor, and it has little flecks of white in it to kind of look like fat i guess and the other version was a much redder um kind of looks more like a raw meat patty Uh, we'll have pictures on our website and our instagram about this and so i got the raw meat patty one first thinking like okay i think this is what it's supposed to look like because i didn't know what the little white flexes and then funny enough um, somebody had sent me an article about the new v- meteor version like literally the same day i didn't even talk to this person about this and so coincidentally i was like oh my goodness so they have a new version i didn't even notice the writing on the packaging that it said new meteor version until i went out and got that second version and then you know when i brought it in we were looking at it like oh they are so different and <laughs> look so yeah, we cooked up one of each of those patties, and what was what was interesting about those patties? I mean, when you were
0: cooking it up, yeah, they did cook differently. The older one stuck to the pan more, and it seemed to take longer to cook. So maybe the new fats that they
1: added to the new version helped it cook faster and also not, not stick. Not stick, right? right? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we decided also for this portion of our tasting uh, that we would invite our
0: engineer and producer, Jason Anthony Guy. Thank you for joining us, Jason.
2: My pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here.
0: So today we're doing a blind taste test testing with two of the brands, including Beef. He's going to help us try
1: all uh all the different samples of beyond and impossible burgers that we were able to gather <laughs> and so um we decided to invite Jason because Jason i consider you a
0: carnivore <laughs> Do you consider yourself a carnivore? Uh,
2: it's pretty much the only thing that I would eat oh. if I had a choice.
0: Oh, okay. Well, God, that was a good call, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: so. So I figure he was my polar opposite as a non burger eater and then a burger eater. And then Christine actually being in between because you eat both burgers and veggie burgers in your Go life. Go either way. So it's like we feel like we have three sides of this, right?
2: I want real meat.
1: <laughs> so let's see if you can tell if any of these are real meat. Okay. So the first one we passed out, um, what do we think? What does it look like to you? Does it look meat-like? It does look... Okay, I have to say, just right off the bat, as we're looking at all the different versions we have, some of these are really impressive. If I was a meat eater, <laughs> I don't know if I would know um if any of them is... A a Beyond Meat? Just by looking at it. Just looking at it. I think it looks very burger-like, so that's pretty impressive.
0: The one we have here, it looks like it's fine ground steak. It does look like it's a fine grind.
2: As I look at this, I see chunks of, theoretically, meat. That's that's for lack of a better term. But it doesn't look like what I would expect in a burger for a burger grind.
1: Right. So he's already forming his opinions about this one. The patties that we got from Target, we decided to also put it in a bun with ketchup and mustard and lettuce and tomatoes so that they match everything else.
0: Well, all the other ones we got, they're all prepared the way the, the establishment prepares it. So we didn't say like, don't put tomato or put extra tomato. We didn't specify anything. Right. So we made it the way we make it. That's when we made ours. So, what do you think? What
1: do you guys think about this? It's interesting.
0: Jason?
2: My first thought is if this is meat, uh, it wasn't prepared the way that I would prepare a burger. It wasn't ground to the way that I would grind a burger. It has, it tastes like it could be meat, but it also has a very weird texture to it, just in terms of the, um, the the chunkiness, the graininess,
0: totally, and it kind of has a, a a give to it, yeah. springiness, mm-hmm, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's like bouncy. It's like it's like grainy.
1: Yeah, it's grainy,
0: but definitely but not I mean, grainy like a poke no, no, burger, no, right? No, I mean, and when when I say grainy, I mean like um like you're eating a grain burger.
2: Yeah, if I was describing it, uh, I would say that it was the kind of blend where it's multiple pieces, multiple types of meat. Uh, that have been blended together and then did sort of a loose, like path. a meatloaf, kind of like a meatloaf.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can totally say that. So, what do you? Th- but
2: are you? What, are you impressed? I, it or if, not? If this is not meat, it is surprisingly close to it, and I think I'm I'm surprised mostly by the texture. But at the taste, it tastes like it could be meat. It just looks odd.
1: I'm going to give you the less veggie one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this and the the first one and the second one look very similar. Same same kind of what I would guess to be, you know, multiple pieces of meat or something. It smells very similar to the first one also.
0: I don't know if you're if you guys are going to pick up on this. It tastes kind of smoky where the other one I don't think did.
2: If the first one and the second one aren't the same thing, I would be surprised they taste they look very similar they taste similar but the second one has a I'd say a slightly meatier ish feel to it
1: I think I
2: agree with you like the first one we tried
1: was grainier like you can even see the chunks it feels grainy and this one is like meteor
0: ish it doesn't have that spring like the first one did yeah strange huh
2: yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the first two aren't burger, aren't meat. Um.
0: Yeah, that's controversial, right there. Just what you said is burgers.
2: I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, actually, what's your thoughts about that? The whole nomenclature, I guess, all labeling of
2: meat and non-meat. I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to naming. So, for example, there are martinis, and then there are vodka martinis. And a bartender who asks me if I want gin or vodka in my martini isn't paying attention. So for me, a burger is something made with meat that came from a cow or... There are such things as turkey burgers. Right. And then that's why you call them a turkey burger, which I'm perfectly fine with, right? I have no problem with calling it that.
1: So that's interesting. So if somebody calls it beyond burger, you're fine because it's it's quantified absolutely
2: yeah i have no problem with saying beyond burger or impossible burger or anything along those lines if you if you only have it on your menu as a burger i'm going to assume beef rightly or wrongly (laughs) Uh, and if it turns out that it's not beef even if it's not impossible or beyond even if it's a bison burger um, i want it qualified in some way because i'm i'm expecting a certain flavor and i and Bison tastes different from beef, for example. Turkey tastes different from bison. And impossible tastes different from the everything else. So
1: so then let's bring it up a notch because I know that a lot of states are going through this where um, the cattle industry is trying to stop uh, anything that is not four legs or whatever it is as being called meat, right? Or two legs, I guess, chicken and stuff. But, you know, and it's it's very odd i think because the word meat shouldn't just denote animal flesh
2: uh i grew up in uh, the west indies and we have coconuts and the white flesh of the coconut is called coconut meat and i have no problem calling it coconut meat but i've always just sort of thought of it as an analogy because of the texture and so on with it but i think it's the same thing when i think meat. I think, animal, even though that may be just what we all sort of grown up expecting, you know, nut meat, coconut meat. I'm okay with you know qualifying it appropriately in that context also.
1: Yeah, I agree, too, because I think uh, there's also a big fight over cheese and i have no problems with companies that come up with vegan cheese and call it as such and for them to be marketed right next to regular cheese as long as on their label it says vegan cheese right and i don't i don't want to be treated dumb about it like i can read it says vegan cheese i may or may not buy it right that's my like it should be on me to be able to read that on the label
2: what about milk
1: and uh, same thing for me. Okay, like I think I am uh, smart enough to be able to look at something and go soy milk. Okay, that's soy milk, you know. And then I think in the same way, you say, okay, if it's milk, it should be cow's milk. I think that is a good assumption, and I think that's the way. I think you just need to have the rules, and everyone needs to know what the rule is. As long as we all know the rules, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, we are getting the third one on the list that, to me, looks like it's a Burger King Whopper.
0: All right, so this has cheese and a sesame bun. That's how they do it, whoever it is.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb without even eating this and say two things. One, it's Burger King, and two, it's the <laughs> fake one. The What is okay. the Impossible Burger? So that my third one I'm going to say is the Impossible Burger before I even eat it.
1: Okay. Would you like me to actually <laughs> tell you what you got right
2: or wrong? At least let's do let's do it at the end.
1: Okay, okay. Remember that. Oh, you should write that down.
0: Yeah, number three is not meat, uh, not beef. Sorry,
1: I'll let you write
0: it down. Well, because of the sauce, I definitely know that's Burger King in the, in the sesame seed bun.
2: <laughs> the um the thing that makes me think that this one is the Impossible Burger is the the edge and the color Mm -hmm. right so if you look if you take off the bunny you look at the bottom of it there's a grayness to it that i would have expected would have been darker more grilled coming from burger king and the texture matches the first two so it'll be really interesting to find out if in fact the first three of them are all impossible slash beyond burgers or if they manage to match textures to beef in such a way that, yeah, you know, I'm being you know fooled, which will be fun. It's fun to be wrong. Yeah. It's no fun to be right.
0: Well, what do you think about the um, the chewy the the texture of the, of there, the meat?
2: There is definitely a non meat like texture to it.
0: I think it's
1: that springiness and the the um, the texture is like grainy or something to it.
2: I will say. In all three cases, if these are not meat, it's it's close enough that most people won't notice. If you are an occasional burger eater, this you'll be fine.
0: I, I'm an occasional burger eater, and I can tell. I mean, I, I, would, I if I want a, a beef burger, this is not going to satisfy me. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, but yeah. okay. Do you feel like?
1: I, I feel you guys have a semi-hindsight here, right? Because you know this is our taste test. So let's say you're just at a party. <laughs> no, okay. No. Jason's shaking
0: his no. head no. Me too. I I, I can't okay. Go. okay. That's totally fair.
2: I'm hoping I'm wrong. I really am. And I'm, I'm not hoping... saying it's bad. No, it's not bad at it's all. Different. I think if you were coming into this expecting a certain flavor profile, you'd be you'd get you'd be very close to it. And I think most people Wouldn't care in a meaningful way. I mean, most people eat burgers well done anyway. So uh, they're not going into it for the best possible flavors that you can get out of the meat.
0: But I'm thinking about, you know, I don't go and have hamburgers very often. When I do, I go to something like the barn or dad's luncheonette or something kind of higher end. Okay, got number four here. Yep, I'm just handing out burgers left and right now. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. I haven't had a whopper in like 100 years, but I'd say that's an original.
2: It's probably been about 100 hours for me. Really? I may be exaggerating.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> there is a noticeable difference between these two burgers. I'm, the third one, the the one I'm calling the impossible burger is slightly thicker because and has the
1: impossible
2: whopper. impossible whopper. Mhm. Is it's a, it's a little bit thicker and has a very different Uh, structure to it the the fourth one is a lot thinner and looks like it might be meat the fourth one yeah interesting
1: (laughs) so intriguing
2: (laughs) like i said i'm hoping i'm wrong i'm hoping i'm being fooled in every single one of these that'll be awesome the best thing that can come out of this is the realization that somebody who loves burgers is being fooled by Not meat. That'll be awesome.
0: I'm going to say that's meat. Stand me in the next one. I'm not even done with this one. (laughs) I'm just trying to get you guys going.
2: (laughs) How many Whopper style things do you get Or these different places?
1: Uh I'm not saying nothing.
2: That's number five, right? Mm
1: -hmm. This is number five. I just handed out. What do you think of the look? Gray.
2: It also looks like a Whopper. (laughs)
0: Oh, I look at those edges.
2: Yeah, there's a grayness to it and a and a texture to it that looks like it may not be meat, but let's find out.
1: Actually I think the last one looks really gray. Not not the one we're currently eating.
2: I don't know what which one this is, but I like this one. Okay. I'm gonna say this is real. Okay. Going out on a limb.
1: And just just for all you guys' sake, I'm eating a burger.
2: It's
0: been 20 years since I've eaten a burger. You know, I thought oh, wow. I was gonna be able right. to tell if what you weren't eating, but you were eating everything. I'm so I'm gonna go, well, that must be the
1: I'm tricking you guys because I feel I I will you sacrifice. To well, no, I wanna sacrifice it because I'm the only one who kinda knows which is which, and I have taken a bite of every single one. So they don't know based on what I've eaten.
0: <laughs> so Tammy to- eating, eating my- beef. I know yes. mm-hmm. it was totally my tell. Wow, mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. yep. Say no. It must have just happened because she's probably freaking out. Like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. Are <laughs> really you talking out. about it? No, no, no.
1: I, I wanted you to know because I could tell she was looking at me, mm-hmm. trying to base it on what I've eaten, and I've left some of them. I've left pieces of, and I've taken big bites out of all of them.
0: So I say, I say, not meat, Jason. You say meat, huh?
2: Yeah. I'm going to say meat on
0: this one. Hmm. Very intriguing.
2: I think the uh, the grain structure. I don't know what else to call it. The look of it looks closer to the first two, but less so. So it looks like it's a better grind of meat.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at the edge. Did you look at the other side? Maybe look at the edge of the burger.
2: It. it just seems like yeah. The, the back side of it looks like it's been way too well formed.
1: Yes. But I don't think that's necessarily uh, a tell because there are burger places where it's like they cookie cutter it and it's frozen patties. Oh, and then when you grill it, it stays true. like it. So that's you guys are looking like too closely at this.
2: I think Burger King is it feels like it's less so. But you know, I feel like you can look at the edges of it and feel like you can see like it It looks at least like it was hand formed, even if it was cookie cuttered. Mm hmm. But then again, I don't think I've ever paid that close attention to what Burger King burgers look like.
0: You just assume it's is, beef and, and eat it.
2: Exactly, <laughs> that is
0: true.
2: <laughs> they could have been serving me Impossible uh, Whoppers for the entire time I've been eating there, and I would never, might never have known.
1: Well, you know, what's really interesting is, is uh, I had read an article about how they were running out of supply in Brooklyn, Burger King, that is, and they thought people were ordering the Impossible Whoppers just, you know, as a substitute or whatever it is, right? They were like, oh, they just want to try it, but they're still burger eaters, and so they were sending out. Out real burgers when they didn't have it. And there were people going like, uh-uh, I'm a vegetarian. Uh, I wanted to, but I don't think they labeled it as such. I mean, I think it was obviously labeled as a Whopper. And so then they were like, no, 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 no. I didn't want a Whopper. I wanted an impossible Whopper. Okay, so we're now to number six.
2: This one has a weird flavor to it that I can't figure out. I'm not sure My burgered burger out. No. <laughs>
0: That's how I felt too. Well, it, becoming desensitized.
1: And to be fair, too, um, we, we did get something from Carl's Jr., who's the other big guy out there. So,
0: you know, once you get like cheese, mustard, lettuce, onions, pickles, ketchup on these, on these things, on anything, it's going to taste like a burger. I can
1: totally tell. Oh,
0: does that mean this one's not?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, maybe it means it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so I will put your say, guess
0: down. Put your guess now.
2: I will say this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. I thought it would be straight up obvious in every instance exactly which ones were which, but they are closer than I anticipated, and I really don't know that most people will notice or care, either way.
1: And that is a great sign for. The alternative meat guys, right? For both Beyond and Impossible. that That's their goal. That's their goal. They're going after the meat eaters. And if they can't tell the difference, a.k.a. Jason couldn't tell the difference, <laughs> then, you know. So, is it meat or
2: not? I wrote down fake on mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know how many of each we actually have. So, mm-hmm. I'm going simply by what I think as opposed to how many I think we're supposed to have.
1: Let's move it on. Okay, this is our last burger. Just so you know.
0: And unfortunately, I know which one that is. Yeah, this one's a little bit obvious for Christine. It's a nice looking bun you got there. <laughs> There's no sesame seeds on it, though. Just
1: like the first two. So, and I have to say, this looks really meaty.
0: Mm-hmm. It is big, it's heavy.
1: Hmm. Mm. Not uniform. Okay, you cannot tell. There's no uniformity. There's no cookie cutterness to it. I mean, I don't even know.
2: I had a very visceral reaction when I bit into this one. And I don't know what it means, but it made me nauseated almost immediately. Hmm. I don't know who, who, which burger this is, fake or real. I, I'm not even sure it matters. But it was an immediate immediate reaction. It tears like meat <laughs> it It has a smell to it that makes me wonder if it's meat though it doesn't It doesn't smell the way I would expect grilled meat to smell, but again, that could be the sauce, it could be the preparation. There's a lot of stuff that could be causing that.
0: I like that it's grilled. it's the most grilled one. It seems like the most ununiform one too.
1: You know what I mean like it looks formed like somebody hand formed the patties. To give it that burger or not burger, like
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it could be ground meat that's been hand formed, right? And with, does yeah, possible That's a great
0: question. Yeah. Does Impossible Burger give their vendors it already formed? Ooh, I know the answer to this question. Going back to the shortage
1: supply of May twenty nineteen. Mm. So when they came back out, when they were able to re uh, come back out with supply. To help drive supply, they sell it in five-pound bricks now to most of their customers. And so, um, the restaurants have to form the patties themselves.
0: So, the, the theory, they could make anything that you can use hamburger meat with. You, they could make pizza toppings. They could right. make um, meatloaf. They could make anything else. Yeah, exactly.
1: And Jason is now analyzing everyone.
2: So, I we had seven items, right? Is that yes. Right? Yes, that's correct. I only have one
0: <laughs> that you think l- is me
2: listed as as real. Everything else I think is fake, which I know is wrong, but it says something about how close these are. That even the real stuff tasted fake, or possibly the re- fake stuff that tasted fake. real.
1: <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Okay, do you guys want to know the results? the results so what was your thoughts on number one i think well this is kind of obvious i cooked it so what it is (laughs) yeah so the first two one and two uh were obviously store-bought buns and you know our own lettuce and tomatoes so i think all three of us knows that that is the beyond Meat version But what I thought was interesting is which one do you think is the old version and which one is the new version,
2: number one or number two? So if I look at one and two, hmm, I'm not sure that I can tell. One and two, they look very similar. I don't know if I can tell.
0: Do you know, Chrissy? Or what do you think? I don't I don't know.
2: See this
1: is interesting Christine even cooked it and you couldn't even tell the difference, right?
0: Tell when I was cooking them that they were different.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have pictures. It looks very different. I mean, when they, they had, were cooking up.
0: The second one was smokier, a little bit smokier flavor mm-hmm. to me. But
1: yeah. So, that's oh. so number 2, the one that you said was smokier is actually their older version. Oh the number one is the newer version which we all thought was greenier i think we thought number two was like a more meat-like consistency
2: so they've regressed
1: yeah <laughs> no but then number t- number one which is the newer version cooked faster like it took christine like more than a long time to yeah. cook this yeah. one right five or six minutes
0: yeah
1: number three you i got thought they were it was a whopper, but you thought it was the fake Whopper. Right. It's the impossible Whopper. Sorry. I don't want to use fake here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's Carls Junior.
1: Okay. Beyond.
0: Okay. I said impossible, but I guess I was right on that it was, as Jason calls it, fake. <laughs>
1: You're right, but you couldn't tell the difference right. between impossible or beyond. Nope which is interesting. And you didn't even know it was a Whopper, which I thought was interesting.
2: <laughs> well, because it, it looks, it's on the same sort of sesame seed bun. Yeah.
1: And kind of thing, and, yeah, and they all look like that, right? Yeah. They all look the same, which I thought was interesting. Yeah.
2: So that was, in fact, a, a Beyond Burger?
1: It is a Beyond Burger. Okay. Uh, From what, Carl's Jr. Yeah, they call it the... Uh, it's like the... Uh, the What do they call it? Famous Star. Famous Star. star. The star. Yes. Famous yes. star. Yeah, they're, they're Famous Star Beyond. Okay. Something like okay. that. And then Good number name.
0: four, okay. which I tried to switch it up for you guys. Yeah, I know what I think it was. What do you think it is? I thought it was meat.
2: Uh, I, at- I said it was the Whopper fake. Number four? Mm-hmm.
1: You thought it was the Whopper fake?
2: I originally wrote down real and then scratched out fake because I think I may have confused four and five, but that's what I currently have.
1: So it is the real Whopper. And Christine based it
0: on me eating it. <laughs> at first, <laughs> so <laughs> and I tasted it. So, what do you think, Timbitan? What do you think about this kind of the first beef you've had in in years? a long
1: time? Um, I, I have to say, it is pretty impressive because I don't think I would necessarily had known. I mean, I, I kind of knew once I had the fake version,
0: but kind of not, you know. So, if you had been delivered an actual. Beef burger. I would have not eaten you it. Have, well, no, no, but you wouldn't one. have known. No, you I wouldn't. Had, have, if you thought it was an Impossible burger or a Beyond burger,
1: yeah. Let's say if, I, if I got delivered something and I wasn't one hundred percent certain, I probably wouldn't eat it. But it was this who got delivered, and I tasted. It, yeah, I probably wouldn't eat it.
2: So you would have taken a bite of it and decided this has to be Meat. actual beef. Yeah, and it's I don't want to eat beef. Yeah, well that's that's a pretty good you know. I mean, e-
1: even if it's impossible, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but I didn't think so because, uh, let's see, number five, which you guys thought was also a whopper, right? Jason mm-hmm. thought it was a whopper. I said not meat. You said not meat, but you didn't know if it's Carl's Jr. No. or.
2: I so, said real.
1: Should we know if it is that a big deal? No, Do you know the no difference between um, them? I don't okay. think so. And um, this is a Burger King Impossible.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: So, Jason.
2: I'm. Um, Oh for two on the on the real stuff so far.
1: It's very interesting. But that's that's impressive, right? That's impressive that for them, um, yes. Not for Jason. <laughs> no, no. I mean it's impressive that Burger King found a, a meat product that is almost interchangeable with their whopper, right? So and then number
0: six, what did you guys thought this? I
2: was? said fake.
0: I said not meat not
2: beef not not meat I should stop saying
0: well not even meat I guess (laughs) beef would be not beef you you said not beef I said not beef huh this is the
1: Carl's Jr. famous star wow Wow. isn't that so interesting
0: to be wrong. No, but it's so interesting. You know, but by that point, like after the fifth one, I started kind of losing it. No, but you know what? Once again, it's because it doesn't
1: have that uniformity Mm -hmm. that we saw some of the earlier ones Mm -hmm. have, right? Look, the burger actually has the rough edges. It looked like it was formed, you know? And then the last one that unfortunately Jason didn't (laughs) like is uh, our local guy and they use impossible meat, which I thought if anything, I really couldn't tell. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't. I couldn't
0: tell that was not meat. The G- personal, yes. The the way it formed in my mouth, yeah, didn't spring uh, back like the other ones. It didn't spring back.
1: It felt real, like it. Like Jason was saying, it tore like meat. It seemed meaty to me. And the only reason, like, I knew the Carl's Jr. Uh, famous star was meaty. It had the the Burger Tang that I always associate is that, that iron flavor heme. that I got heme. Well, real hemoglobin, let's just say But yeah, like both the Whopper and the Cars Jr., because I haven't had it in a long time,
2: I, I taste the tang. Mm-hmm. That probably just my palate. So, so as, when I, as I look at my scorecard, <laughs> <laughs> the, the person who loves uh, eating beef burgers did awfully Did absolutely terribly other than the first two um the first three so i got the first three um not beef burgers correct but completely messed up on the real the beef comparison to the impossible or beyond comparison
1: well how about this in the future would you would you have as much reservation or non-reservation to eat a an impossible anything
2: or, or beyond anything i think The impossible ones were close enough that for a Whopper, I would probably be okay eating an impossible Whopper, but I'm not sure that I'd want to know what it is (laughs) because my brain will react Uh differently knowing what it is. If it were served to me and I didn't know, I may not even know and I probably wouldn't care, but I don't think I want to know what it is. (laughs)
0: Ignorance
1: is bliss. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> I think that Burger King, out of uh, their Whoppers, both versions are the closest I've ever
0: seen. So, I, of course, I would eat both, either. I wouldn't care. I would like to know what I'm eating, but I agree. I and I'll still not go to any of these fast food restaurants. <laughs> so, we're done with that.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Christine, I know you don't make the burgers most of the time, but. If you're shopping for the burgers and you have a choice between buying a pound of ground beef and a pound of Beyond or Impossible and you know that most people eating it at your cookout aren't going to know the difference and probably wouldn't care either way would you pick up the meat or the the beef <laughs> or the alternative meats It's going to be the beef. Yeah, every time.
0: Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I think it's just uh you know my age. It, okay. You know that's I'm not this is all new. I bring a garden burger, okay. you know, so somebody who doesn't eat meat or beef, they can have that. Or I might get this instead of a garden burger, but I am always going for the, the beef first.
1: We are all of um, an older generation. I won't say which generation, but the newest generation, Generation Z, they say now. I mean, this this is the demographics they're going after. I mean, the Impossible Guys are going after younger kids who tend to have not formed their opinions about meats, which they grew up with this, and they're exactly. not weirded out by what we know of the ingredient right.
0: list. Because that's why I picked beef,
1: is because that's what I grew up with. Right. But then, in my I mind, like this. I would pick beef, too, if I ate it, because it's a one thing. It's beef.
2: <laughs> if they would have come up with an impossible pork or beyond pork would you be more likely to eat the impossible version of it or the real mm. or the meat, the uh, animal version of it? Uh,
1: this is a, It is a difficult question because knowing that there is this many ingredients in this product and that it's so highly processed as a person in the food industry, that actually weirds me out. <laughs> it boggles my mind. It's a little disturbing. It is completely disturbing because to me... Everything in moderation and even my products should have not 20 ingredients in it. And this kind of comes around. I mean, Christina and I have talked about this um, off air that there's a lot of genetically modified things coming down the line. And one of them is taking stem cells from you know, a cow or from a chicken and growing it in a Petri dish. And would we eat that product? And it is a lot closer than we think it is, right? And I cannot wrap my mind around that Petri dish meats. So I, and that's going to be with fish. That's going to be with chicken. That's going to be with bacon
0: or pork. And again, and, this might be somebody, you know, the, the next, next, next generation of people. Right. That's what We're gonna be used to this is. Mm-hmm.
2: Fish is. It's
0: made in a in a lab.
2: Yeah. To go along with the humans that are made in a lab.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> and, and, no, and, and you, you laugh about this, but that's exactly the fear. Because we don't know what um, genetically modified uh, Hemi, right? The yeast, engineered yeast that they use to make the Hemi product that goes into Impossible Burgers, right? We don't even know how that affects our system. I mean, we all ate it so it's obviously in here
2: now you tell me yeah
1: sorry (laughs) and the thing is is that long-term and over extended use how does that genetically affect our own bodies much less the ecosystem we don't even know
0: see in 20 years you know like 20 years ago i'm sorry for laying out in the sun with no sunscreen on but i wonder if 20 years from now i'm going to be sorry i ate that impossible (laughs) burger (laughs) yeah pretty much
1: that's I don't know and then, and that's a little bit of my my resistance to genetically modified pork.
2: So it's interesting that so much of this comes down to just our the our opinions based on what meat is and what we've grown up with and I really do think you're right Tammy that that next generation is going to look at m- meat in the same way that we look at alternative meat. Like, why would you eat that thing? Why would you eat flesh, Right animal? Yeah,
0: that's Mm -hmm. disgusting. That's disgusting.
2: And they'll do a taste test in 20 years, and they'll compare and be like, yeah, there's some weird flavor here. It tastes like it might be from an animal.
1: (laughs) 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 I know. And I mean, God, you know, is that sooner than later, right? I mean, it is actually, I think it will be sooner than later. That's what's scary, I think. It's, it's going to be in our lifetimes. We have to grapple with this question. I mean, us in the older generation is going to have to grapple with this question of whether we think we should eat this and we have to make that decision for the younger generation. <laughs> and I have two small kids, so I'm kind of scared. <laughs>
2: Every generation has a set of foods that they consider to be perfectly acceptable and things that they would never eat. And, you know, this is ours. Meat is perfectly acceptable in the quantities that we eat it. And these alternative meats are not. And we will be the dinosaurs in 20 years or sooner for sure.
1: Thank you, Jason, for joining us for our taste test today.
2: My <laughs> pleasure. I'm, I'm, I'm both uh, excited and disappointed by the results. Here.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Let Us Wrap with Christine and Tammy. Thank you to our editor and producer, Jason Anthony Guy. So we'd we'll love to hear from you. Share your thoughts
1: with us on Twitter or Facebook. We're at Pod or email us at lettucewrappod at gmail.com. Take it away, Jason.
2: Until next time, that's a wrap.